Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Mahani Jahangiri, and welcome to Conversations with My Dog. Today's guest is Vicky Marie Gossa, a freelance writer and personal trainer. She was the health, fitness, and beauty editor at Metro newspaper for 16 years, but has recently swapped her London life for a Zen one in Surrey. Overall, she has had 20 years experience writing across topics of health, fitness, fashion, beauty, and well-being. Her content includes investigative news stories, feel-good features, Hollywood reality celebrity interviews, and trend reports predictions. Now, it is such an honor to welcome Vicky Marie Gossar at the show today. Hello, Vicky. Hello. Hello. Did I say it right, your name? Gossar. Gossar. Yeah, that's right. It's actually, I'm actually married now, so um, I still use Gossar, which is my maiden name for work. Oh. I see. And I always want to say Gossar, Gossar for some reason. And I did Gossar. Is this a British surname or is it, is French? Or, no, is it? I think I've, I've been told it might be Maltese um, or it's Scottish. Wow. I know. Incredible. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's, it's actually, it stays with you. Your name is really imprinted in my, my forehead. You know, it's amazing. So um, how are you today? How, how's it going? Where are you at the moment? So I'm based out in Banstead in Surrey, um, and it's it's been a it's been a tough year, um, not as tough as most people I can imagine. But uh, we moved at the start of last year, um, and spent two weeks at my parents. Uh, well, what was supposed to be two weeks at my parents? While we had did a big, the house was empty for about four years. We did a big refurb on the house. It was supposed to be two weeks, uh, just as the pandemic hit and we were locked down. So two weeks turned into two months. Um, of all of us, including the dog, all in one room, uh, which was interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness! In one room, like literally in one room. Obviously, we had we could go out into my parents' living room and stuff, but I was yes, trying to work course. in the bedroom. And the twins, we've got twins, three-year-old twins now, and my husband and me, the dog. So yeah, it was a. It's been a hard lockdown, but we're back in the house now, so that's you know a bit of a, a luxury compared to what we were. Uh, but but you're. Yeah, but you're a you're a London girl, aren't you? Your London life. I mean, what you've worked for the Metro sixteen years, is that correct? Yeah, sixteen years. Um, I kind of moved around. Yeah. Oh, you do. You do. So you because I thought maybe you had to be based in London for to get hold of all these trends that you were writing about. No, so I'm just no, wondering. Not at all. No, I've oh. never lived in London. I just always used to travel in. 
Right, right. I had a feeling you were in London doing everything, every activity, because, you know, you said, I remember when I met you at Doga, um, in Doga, you said, oh, I have to go to a trampoline class and then, then, I, and then I'm doing a stripping class next door. And you had all these uh, things that you had to write about. You were running around. You were always running around. Yeah, um, it was a very crazy of time of, of my life, to be honest with you. It was a you'd get up in the morning and you'd have to kind of travel into London and then you'd go to like press launches and stuff in the morning or breakfast meetings with PRs, straight into the office to do whatever you needed to do, out for lunch to train because I did fitness. I always had to be like peak physical fitness. Um, back to the office and then in the evening it was testing classes, going to launches, um, meeting meeting people for interviews. It could be anything. It was just, it was constantly like high octane, always on the go. <laughs> Oh my god! And could you ever imagine going back to that pace? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. That's it. <laughs> so some people say, "Oh, I really like the lockdown." I'm like, "Are you mad? No. Are you mad? I give anything for a brunch. <laughs> I'm just so bored, you know." It's, um, but yes, I mean, we were. Everything was very fast paced. I mean, it, it'll be really hard to come back. You'd be exhausted after the after breakfast I think but I think that's been good for people just to have that that moment to reflect you know I know while we're in a pandemic and it's obviously people don't see it that way but in years to come we'll look back at this I think we'll look back at this time I think god wasn't that lovely I didn't have to get up and I didn't have to do that commute and I could make dinner for my family and I spent real proper time with my kids and my husband or whoever and you know I actually spoke to my mum once a week on the phone or zoom calls you know and and we'll look back and, and be grateful what I feel with this lockdown is is that what you're meant to be doing really comes through I mean I'm a yoga teacher for 22 years I've taught Ashtanga yoga for 22 years and uh, just recently I left my job at Planet Organic which was part-time uh, long story anyway I'm suddenly everybody wants to do zoom classes everybody is asking me Marnie are you teaching on zoom and I'm like zoom are you serious and all of a sudden I'm thinking well actually this is my calling card because it is what you know this is my profession this is my passion is to teach yoga and uh i just wanted to just ask you i mean as a fitness instructor yourself journalist and everything what do you think about zoom what do you think about personal training on zoom is does, does it work for you um it doesn't work for me because i have three-year-old twins at home so when they do the lives I can't always get on, but the, for me, I found that Instagram has been a, a, a fantastic source for fitness because when it, we first went into lockdown, everybody, every single personal trainer, every Pilates teacher, everybody went straight to Instagram and were posting things like posting little workouts and snippets and this, that and the other. So you could really get a feel for what people were doing and have a look at what you liked, what you didn't like, get a feel for different things because it was all free. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't do that before. You'd have to pay £20, go to a class in London and and decide then whether you liked it. And um, so for me, Instagram was the kind of the thing. And then as Zoom slowly took off, because Zoom started to be, for me personally, was just about catching up with friends and family. And then it kind of went a bit crazy for, for work purposes and then for fitness and stuff. So, you know, with the lives, it's hard for me to jump on, but I think it's been beneficial for so many people at home because they've got nothing else to do. A lot of people are really bored. I know, I know. I mean, I'm doing Dogo on Zoom as well, and uh, people just don't know, but it actually works really well. I mean, they're so grateful if I give them the extra attention, uh, and, you know, they feel like 
I'm in their room with their dog, <laughs> giving them that extra. It's it's something very very special actually. And I, I so were you reluctant at the beginning with digital? Were you always a digital person or a live person? You know, I, I'm a I'm a touchy feely kind of person, so I like to be with people, and I find you get a much better rapport with someone when you're you're you can see their facial expressions better. You know, there's a lot of hand movements, a lot of contact, and you don't always get that with Zoom. So I find they can be, and also the connection's a bit stilted sometimes. So, you know, you, there's just, you can't build up. When I do an interview over Zoom, I really struggle because you can't build up that rapport. You, you don't get that feel for someone like you do in real life. So, yeah, I was a bit reluctant to start with. Yeah, I was just wondering, your interviews, that must be very different. Do you think body language, eye contact, all this, you know, it helps you to conduct a better interview of then. course yeah like when I used to do the big interviews for Metro with you know Dita Von Tees and you know Kate Hudson and those kind of caliber of celebrities you have to meet them in, in real life to kind of get a, a feel for them and I remember meeting Dita Von Tees and she was just she was like incredibly doll like and like D-O-L-L she just was so porcelain and so perfection and so dainty and tiny she just looked like if you would touch her she would break and obviously that's a, a massive factor in an interview because you're kind of giving people the colour surrounding her and her aura and everything about her. But you'd never get that on the phone or a Zoom. Not really. No, you never do. You never do. So you, what, in, in the Metro, your, what was your specific job? Or you, if you can just describe what you were doing for the last 16 years specifically. So, <laughs> it's okay. When I went into Metro, I was, um, I think I was a secretary. I kind of was maybe done that for my previous role, which was in magazines. And, f- and found any job basically within the media uh, and Metro had just launched and no one really knew anything about it so I kind of went in and then very quickly moved over to their editorial team and, and just moved up through the ranks really because Metro was so small it was growing all the time so we went from editorial to senior editorial assistant um, and had someone working for me there and then went over to the features department as a features assistant then became a writer and would just write on random different pages within the section um, and then became the style editor. That was my first proper role within, within there when the style editor went on maternity leave, I covered for her. And, and that was like being thrown in at the deep end. Like I really had to do my research and kind of, because fashion is just, you know, heritage, isn't it? So that was really hard work. And then just evolved really, did a bit of health, did a bit of fitness, did a bit of sex stuff, you know, just really kind of put my fingers in all the pies, did some tech, did some gadget stuff, travel. You know, I've been really lucky with my job. It's 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 very broad, my, my career. So um, I am very lucky. I'm very grateful to Metro for that. I'm very grateful to you because you, you launched Doga. You were the first one to write about Doga. And if we just go back, I mean, how did you... How did you find me? I don't know. I was thinking this. I don't remember. I was in um, in Harrods Pet Spa. I was doing the, for my, the first yoga session at Harrods. I had a, quite a good platform. Whether that was something because you were the first. You were the oh. absolute first feature. Yeah. I feel so honoured. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I know, I know, and I, 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 it was incredible because from there everything took off. Just absolutely everything. I was in every TV show. And then I did Made in Chelsea with Robbie. We had like a 30-second doga session with Twinkie, Binky, Winky and all of them. And then I got a book deal. 
And you, you made that happen. It's just crazy. With that feature, it's just, it was crazy how Doga took off. Um, everybody, everybody had seen the article and I didn't have a place. I still don't have a place. Um, it, it's funny how, you know, I started in Harrods and then I sort of worked my way down <laughs> to, to, to uh, you know, so doing Doga in a, in a pub or something. I, I, st I don't know how that happened, but somebody at Harrod Pet, Pet Spa heard of me and said, would you like to try Doga at Harrods? We're going to give you that space at the pet spa. Uh, what was it? The fourth floor where they were selling puppies and fur. So <laughs> not a good thing. But anyway, uh, but me and Robbie started off there. Robbie was only about uh, six months old. And it was just incredible to have Harrods as the platform. And I think that's how you heard about it. You must have heard about it. It must have been a PR from there, yeah. Oh, I'm, so, I'm and, really glad for you, Marnie. It's been, it's been a good journey for you as well, I think, you know, especially with the book deal and stuff. I think entrepreneurs, with the entrepreneurship, I never saw it as a job, Doga. I saw it as passion. And so I did everything freely. I, I never thought about a business plan or a studio. It all just slowly evolved. And then being on telly and all this crazy stuff that happened, Britain's Got Talent, um, you know, I, I didn't have a manager to, to, to really manage and build up Doga into a, a brand and all that stuff, uh, which I think is a bit of a shame because um, I was all over the place. But I think now you can harness everything. Um, and with the digital age, you can really build up a brand, especially with the podcast now that I have a Doga meditation. People will hear about Doga a lot more through the podcast and find out what Doga really is about because it isn't what people think it's not doggy yoga do you do you remember your first doga class can you describe what it's like what was it what was your thought behind doga i thought well i remember going into the class and obviously my dog is a chocolate labrador his name's buster he's, he's 10 years old now so he's a he's a bit of a lump um he's still sprightly bless him but he's very docile and i just remember going in and there was all these crazy dogs were running about and I just thought oh my god what have I let myself in for um and Buster was just kind of like what is going on here just he was more interested in the dogs which is fantastic for him because he's very social um and it wasn't because obviously Robbie's very small so when you were lifting Robbie up and doing all these like demonstrations I thought oh my god I'm never gonna pick him up it's more like a weight session for me with him but then obviously the explanation comes from about him being weight bearing and you being able to do different things with a bigger dog compared to a smaller dog. And, you know, it, I remember the photos, the photos were fantastic. They're still some of my favorite photos of Buster ever. Absolutely. I saw it. I opened the Metro and I just went, ah, it's me. Oh, it's Vicky as well. And Marnie, <laughs> Marnie, Vicky and a dog. And I was so proud because we both were lined up and you did a really nice trick in Asana and normally journalists. Now that I have to say, sorry, but so many journalists are just absolute shit in yoga. <laughs> they have no alignment and they would often journalists would come and it was the most horrendous picture. I would say, why did they put themselves in that picture? Honestly, it really looks like they're just imitating something. But I remember ours was like completely aligned with Buster, you know, yeah. it was a trick and asana, wasn't it? And you yeah. really looked up into your hand. I could see, you know what, you, you know, you know, your, uh, you know, your shit, basically. Sorry <laughs> if I may say on this podcast, but, uh, you know, it's something else when somebody actually Actually, when a journalist comes in and, and actually understands yoga and you did you had yoga experience uh, previously didn't you no <laughs> oh okay not really not really like I'd done a couple of classes but um you know I think I think it was just good guidance money to be fair like he told me what to do and I kind of just did it so yeah it's good instructor 
Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and I think there was a moment where we had the photo shoot. And was it Buster who then started to hump me from the front? He started grabbing me and taking my knee. And, and it was just so many funny photos and Robbie being just so territorial in all this and it was at the pirate castle I'm just thinking you know it was it was a, a little community well not little it's actually a rather large uh, community center a hall it, along um the Camden Canal these these beautiful spaces that gosh must be so empty at the moment Vicky it kills me that I can't do my doga there's so many spaces and we can't gather. And it's it's just, um, you know, because Doga is just such a great experience as a, as a collective, isn't it? Coming together, dogs running around, we everywhere. And, <laughs> and, and people sitting together and giggling, you know, and sort of breathing. And uh, I, don't you miss those crazy moments? What was the craziest experience, apart from Doga, that you've had uh, that you had to cover? For the metro if i may ask oh god um there's been so many so i've been to basra um they flew me out to basra to do a big article on the on the troops out there at christmas so we flew to qatar in um in one of their military planes and then flew over in one of their um i can't uh is it one of their helicopters like a Black Island, I, I don't know what the names of them are, and um, had to do the army vest and kind of had the big talking from the general about, you know, this is a this is a war zone. You've actually come to sleep in a war zone. Like, I would never let my daughter come here. And I was a bit like, oh right, okay. Like three seconds in the shower, you get three minutes in the shower or something like that. Thirty seconds to wash water off to to rub it in. Thirty seconds for the water to rinse off. If you hear the siren, you run outside and jump on the floor. It doesn't matter if you're naked. That's kind of a highlight. <laughs> Holy. Jesus. Um, yeah, and what else have I done? I've been to um I've been to base camp, Everest Base Camp. Wow. Yeah, we trekked uh, from Kathmandu. Uh, it took a month to trek there. We had three nights on the um on the on the actual base camp, which you're not allowed to do. We went with um UCL and we did a, a testing zone there. We did something for the Sherpas. They were testing the Sherpas on how the Sherpas can manage to 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 walk and carry on as normal at altitude whereas us westerners go up there and you know we get really bad um issues and you know it's something to do with the mitochondria within the within the sherpas and how it's been developed but we did a study up there and got to stay on every space camp for three nights which was absolutely phenomenal my goodness incredible and did you do anything um you said you <laughs> did you do any <laughs> funny kinky stuff as well like you know you said you were <laughs> doing also research um for, for yeah. a sex procedure or something what was that all about <laughs> so basically, I mean just I you know well. yeah no 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 so so you know uh, there was a lot of different things that would come up but one of the things that I remember is oh god I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this so there's a uh, an article that I wrote about a company called Killing Kittens so oh, yeah. uh, I'm not, I don't know if you've ever heard them but it's basically for lesbian and uh, bi-curious women to go to a sex party to find out if they are lesbians or bi-curious. You know, they can go, you could just go and dance. You know, you can go with a partner, you can go with a friend. You could, only single girls could go and couples. No single men, no men on their own can go. So it's, you know, a very safe environment. It's very highbrow. And uh, we are actually very lucky to go to that and just kind of observe everything from the sidelines. <laughs> Incredible. From the side, literally from the sidelines. Literally from the sidelines. <laughs> <Literally. laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness, you've been everywhere. I know you're always busy. I had when I had the book launch, you came for ten minutes. I remember you quickly popped over uh, at um, what is it, um, Kensington High Street? What was it? Oh gosh, yeah, quickly, and then you're off to something else. And I said, how does she do it? It's incredible. Well, Buster has always been with you, but um, did you ever think you were going to have? twins <laughs> children family life well we always wanted twins oh yeah oh. so we always wanted twins and then we possibly might have another one um but we did always want three kids so and, and we desperately wanted twins so when they came along it was like a someone was listening basically it was a blessing so um obviously it's been a really really interesting three years um with the girls they're both girls three years old now um, and they're, they're brilliant. They're sassy as hell, full of attitude, fiercely independent um, and sweet as a button. <laughs> oh, my God. They might become journalists or something. <laughs> Follow um, mummy's footsteps. Them, no, I think one's going to go into performing arts um, and the other one's really fascinated with puzzles. So I don't know if she's going to go kind of down some academic route. I'm not really sure. Or maybe to Parliament, maybe to sort of sort Boris out or something, you know, just, you know, it's a puzzle at the moment anyway. So if she can understand a puzzle, she'll probably sort out the whole pandemic. <laughs> Even 20 years, you know, one of those geniuses, just genius brains, you know. Um, but uh, and how has Buster, so they were born, when was it, a couple of years back? So you said three. Uh, and... Yeah, they're three now. So they were born in um, November 2017. Um, oh. and, and poor Buster I mean when I was pregnant he just wouldn't leave my side he had his head oh. on me and he often would sit in between my legs so I'd have to like sit on the sofa with my like in a in, like in a fetal position he'd either spoon, spoon in or yeah he was so oh. good he's so docile anyway but we followed um there's a dog trainer called Caesar oh Caesar Milan Yes, that's him. And uh, we did a lot of research on how to introduce, because obviously there's two babies. It's a bit overwhelming for him. So we did a lot of research on how to introduce the twins to Buster and what to do and, you know, the, the correct way to go about it. Because I think he's fantastic. I do watch his stuff. And I think he's really, he's really good with the animals. He really cares. He's really, he's very strong-willed with them as well. And um, I mean, I don't for one minute ever think Buster would have hurt the girls or done anything but we just wanted to introduce them correctly and uh yeah we followed that way and he's he loves them absolutely loves them so what happened when they came did you give birth in a hospital or at home or yep hospital um, they were five weeks premature um mm. so uh the smallest one evie her umbilical cord was a bit patchy so she wasn't growing as well she was only three pound five um and fleur was four nine so they were very tiny um so Evie went straight into a, a neonatal. She was in there for three and a half weeks um, and Fleur came home. So, but Buster was luckily at my mum's. So we kept him there until both the girls were home. And then we brought him over and introduced them. Oh, and what happened then? Can you describe that moment, how Buster reacted? What Did he want to lick their face or no, sniff? No. Or, uh... no, he was very good. So we actually took the, the twins outside and brought Buster in because they say not to bring him in so that they're kind of smothering his environment. So we, we had him in the house and settled him, and my mum was outside with the girls. Um, and then we brought them in one at a time, and every time he jumped up, we told him to no down. Every time he jumped up, no down. And, uh, and eventually he just laid down, and so we took the babies down to him, and he just kind of sniffed them and then just turned his head away like, oh, okay, is this new people? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
amazing. And and now, how how is the relationship? I mean, do the do the girls play with him or grab him, or have you taught them not uh, to grab? Or no, they don't how- grab him. They, they know not to grab him, but they do stroke him and they do kind of sit with him and stuff. And there's a lot of oh, Buster when he like goes on their puzzles and stuff like that. So, um, but he, he does take himself out the room often if they're having a little tantrum. I think it hurts his ears. <laughs> And do you still spend time with him alone? Uh, do you miss those moments alone with your dog? Or... Oh, I'm with him every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girls are at nursery three days a week, so I work. So he'll often come and sit in my um, in my office. And uh, because they go to nursery, I can spend that, that quality time with him over the park and stuff. So, yeah, we have a dog walker now just one day a week to give him a bit of socialisation. Um, and my dad takes him one day a week because he likes to get out of the house. But, yeah, it's just me and Buster the rest of the time. Isn't it, mate? Oh, it's so wonderful. And how is his health? How is um, how are the legs and everything with arthritis? Is he fine? Got, yeah, he, when he was born, he um, his kneecap wasn't where it was supposed to be. So we actually went to see uh, Fitzpatrick, you know, the vet, the bionic vet. No way. You went there. Oh, my God, yeah. you met him. No yeah, way. Yeah. Well, I didn't meet him. It was the guy under him that did the um did the operation. But yeah, he we had to go and take him to him. I think Buster was three months old, um, but he wasn't insured. You know, when you're still looking around, and we had we just moved into a flat, and it was all these things that had happened, and we just hadn't picked an insurance company. We had them all out, and then we discovered that his knee was you know a bit skew with. By the time the operations had all been done, and the pins and the wire and stuff, um, it, it was like two and a half grand later um yeah but worth every penny but yeah he um he's all right he's just got really bad arthritis in his back legs so we have to take the walks very slowly cut them right down for an hour now he's he's on like 40 minutes and if he starts limping we just don't go out the next day we just have a quick walk and lots of cuddles and did you do any more uh, dog activities with buster as a journalist did you try other doggy things that are good I'm- you know i don't there was um Sorry. there was one that I was going to do, but it always falls on my birthday. Um, so poor Buster always missed out. But it's like a dog obstacle course, you know, like when the obstacle courses for people really took off, like the Tough Mudders and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There was one that was completely aimed at dogs. So you would go through water and it was a bit a bit of agility for the dogs and you. Um, and I really wanted to take him on that, but it just never t- it just never happened. So no, Doga's my exclusive doggy activity. Oh, my God. And do you see Doga growing in the future? Maybe you know after the this whole pandemic you know can you see it as a studio a yoga studio eventually definitely I think I was going to say to you when you were talking about this because there's so many small businesses that have been taking off and and it, especially during lockdown and there's no PR for them there's actually been an agency that's set up I think it's called PR for the people I'm not sure how it works it's a membership and and the PRs kind of don't have the two grand monthly retainers that you have to pay it's like a very small membership fee and it's basically for people and small businesses that want to promote themselves or their business and it's a fantastic platform it's really new oh fantastic that sounds great because it was always the retainer that was the problem I mean they do want a lot of money up front and I was oh that is amazing because the zoom classes go very well I mean I I had private doga as well one-to-one and it still works I still it's very profound the stuff that I do and a lot of healing work at the moment you know I do a lot of reiki psychic reading for dogs all sorts of things It, it keeps coming through and it's just a natural progression, you know. Uh, but I really think Doga should have its own studio. And the question is, where? 
<laughs> where in the world will there be the first Doga studio? I, it, it has to. It has to happen. I think uh, this is the whole reason why I'm here <laughs> on this I planet. Think have to look demographic and find out where where the most people have dogs and who's more likely to mm. to travel to to a studio. I mean, it's great in London to have a studio in London, but I think I don't. I wouldn't assume that many Londoners have a dog. Because, you know, there's not that many green spaces and, you know, that it's a very busy lifestyle in London, isn't it? It's more on the Yeah, side. I noticed that. I was also thinking Zurich, people are have money and time and uh, and dogs everywhere. There's just do- it's just a dog city. It is really. And I was like, oh, maybe I could kick off here, you know, for the first time. Who would have who knows wherever it's going to take me? How do you see fitness develop in the next few months? How do you think we'll be outdoors, jumping around? What do you, how do you see, what are you looking for, for the new trends out there uh, in the next few months in London, the so UK? Hard to predict something like that at the moment because we just don't know what's going to happen. We don't, you know, we just don't know if we're going to stay in lockdown. I mean, the rise of, of home workouts has been phenomenal and I can't see that stopping because people now realise they don't have to pay £25 a class jump on the tube, pay for the tube fare, spend half an hour travelling for an hour's class, spend half an hour travelling back. They can do that class at home. Um, and I, maybe something more about virtual personal training. So maybe the doga thing is, is is there for you, like the one-to-one stuff, because people are, are doing the home stuff, but the key thing that keeps coming up is motivation. People are lacking motivation now, whereas they're, if they're in a class, they have to do the work because someone's on them all the time. Um, so, yeah, virtual personal training, maybe that's something that's going to take off do you think you know i just like to think maybe in a month's time people will be out and about um in parks starting to do their cross training with their personal training you know i just see the whole of london all the parks full of one one to ones in, in everything possible that you can do you know also couples workouts the couples doesn't have to be with like a married partner it can be with a friend but things that you could do together so you get the benefits that you motivate each other but then you're actually spending time with the quality people that you've missed rather than random people in the past absolutely absolutely I, I just feel like the whole of Hampstead Heath will become one big wor- workout space if authorities allow us to, well, to do things because yeah because I, my my goal is to get a giant cardboard you know pla- placard out there yoga you know and then everybody just you know whoever wants to come at two meter distance you know just roll out your mats come and sit down and you know just have that connecting feeling and it, it really isn't at this point about the money that really isn't the point the point is to feel other people freely and uh, you know connect they had um silent disco on Hampstead Heath I absolutely enjoy that did you do this one silent disco dancing on Hampstead Heath I've done it at a few festivals yeah oh, brilliant my goodness I mean we look like a bunch of lunatics on Hampstead dancing up and down with our headphones and I can't wait for them to be back honestly just we're all waiting for nice weather and good weather too so so what's the future for Vicky Marie Gossard what is the future what are your plans now I, I look after a month uh, well weekly actually uh, well-being supplement metro now which is really taken off in lockdown so it's four pages a week it's every Wednesday and it's print and on the line jumped from one page a month to four pages a week so you know it's really taken off during the pandemic because I think people want to feel well they want to know what wellness and well-being is um so it's been fantastic to write that so I 
just really hope that takes off a bit more and um and the girls will be at school so who knows where else i can can write and what else i can do so it's quite exciting you'll always be i'm sure you'll be going forever (laughs) when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. We're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. We, being me, Georgie Porter. And me, Sharon Carpenter. We're all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and we give you advice whenever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for. We're all about what you're really thinking and what you really want to know. You can expect to hear some of this. I have to say, come on, people, we we're getting a little too sensitive here. And also some of this. She is plugging her entire career in that one moment. That's the Lose Lips podcast out every Tuesday and not forgetting Extra Lippy on Fridays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. Are you ready for a little bit of doga maybe? A little bit of uh, yeah, yoga meditation? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so I'm just going to check, where is Buster with you at the moment? Where is he? If you can just tell floor. me. He's on the floor. And are you yeah. sitting on the floor or are you sitting in a chair? I can get on the floor. That's not a problem. Ideally, you want to get uh, as close to Buster as possible without him oh, feeling no. intimidated. <laughs> Come here. Lie down. Good boy. Hello, yep. Buster. Oh, how wonderful. Okay. Bring the palms of your hands into prayer position. And I always start the session with a big um, om. So you're welcome to chant with me. You don't have to. You can just hear the sound. But uh, just to get the initiation and to align ourselves with our body, our physical body, our mind body, our emotional body, our metaphysical body. Just going to take a deep breath through the nose, inhaling. If you remember the breathing in yoga, deep breathing through the nose. You'll hear my breath. Exhaling deeply. 
then again inhale and then exhale <laughs> I can hear it fantastic inhale exhale And now just make eye contact with Buster when you chant. Inhale. Oh. And again, inhale. starts to look at you just keep the eye contact doesn't matter what they think <laughs> inhale As you just keep the breathing going through the nose, inhaling, exhaling, one more inhale, exhale, just want you to breathe into Buster, drawing the breath into yourself. And then exhaling into Buster, just send the exhale over to him, almost tele telepathically, you know, like just allow the breath to travel onto Buster. Good, great. Inhale. And exhale. And today we're going to do a third eye chakra meditation, just focusing on our drishti between the eyebrows. We're just going to breathe into our third eye slowly. Exhale through the third eye. Imagine a little eye between the eyes, you know, a little, little uh, e Egyptian eye, you know, the evil eye. <laughs> slowly inhale. Breathing into that third eye. Exhale. Very nice. And just start to release and soften behind the eyes. Feel the shoulders relaxing and dropping on the exhalation. Very nice. And then very slowly, what we're going to do is keep the palms together today and just focus on Buster's third eye. Close your eyes and see Buster's eyes. And just imagine breathing into his third eye, connecting to yours and to his together. Slowly inhale. And exhale through Buster's third eye. 
good breathing and again inhale into your third eye exhale through his third eye slowly inhale keep the eyes closed for yourself exhale just visualize his face his eyes very nice really look between his eyes really see that point really focus exhale if you start feeling some release at the crown of your head just enjoy that feeling above the crown of your head softening any tension at the crown of your head the back of your neck keep breathing any tension release still keeping your eyes closed inhale exhale and now just see the crown of Buster the head of Buster the whole crown of the head the ears the third eye the top of the head breathe into his crown into his ears into his third eye The softer your eyes and your gaze becomes, the more you are ready now to open your eyes and just look at Buster and breathe into him. See his eyes again, his third eye, his face, the crown, and breathe into him. Just become fully aware of your dog. Now we're just going to breathe in gratitude and breathe out gratitude for Buster. Smile. Doesn't matter if he acknowledges you, just really send that love to him. Breathing in, breathing out gratitude. Really feel your heart center. The energy between your shoulder blades. Crown of the head. And now just make a little wish and send that wish to Buster. Just a little wish, whatever it is, for yourself. Slowly inhale a little wish and then send it to Buster. Inhale. And exhale. And just see if he acknowledges it. Yeah, one more. Inhale. He'll make that wish come true. And one little inhale. 
And exhale. And the final one, which is really the heart opener, is to make a wish for Buster. Just a little wish for him. Just a little gift you want to send him. It can be that he gets cured from his pain or just prolonging his life or sending him happiness. Or more walks, whatever. Really feel it from your heart. And once you complete the prayer, we're going to seal it with OM, the sound of OM. One more time. Inhale. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace for all living beings, yourself, your family, your children, your husband, the dog, your mom, the house. I hope this was nice, Vicky. To yes, have a little time out. Yes. yes. Busy day. Can, yeah, there's no sometimes no time to acknowledge our living beings around us and just, you know, you can put some music on and just send in, breathe into your dog and, and just send him some energy while you're going off the laptop. So this is really good when you're stuck to the laptop a lot. Your eyes are hurting. You can also rub the palms together and place the palms of your hands on your eyes to soften the backs of the eyes. The third eye is really important and it really eases your eyes. I spoke to a, an eye doctor and, uh, and they explained to me that it's really important for at least a minute it to look out uh, out of the window uh, every sort of hour just look out so you're softening the head because it is very exhausting for the eyes so i hope this has been helpful a little tip yes. from my end no thank you it's lovely buster enjoyed that he was um he had his paw on my leg the whole time oh buster and i hope to see buster in real life vicky <laughs> as soon as we have events i will let you know and you know, we are looking forward to International Doga Day, June 21st, the big doggy yoga day, hopefully oh. outdoors, a big event to raise awareness of animal welfare. Obviously, it'll be much more cross the board with mental health and dogs and everything this year. So also the dog meat trade and all this. But I think we're going to make this hopefully quite big. Pause crossed, June 21st. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can you post me, though? I'd love to. Um, I will. Absolutely. Vicky, it's such an honor to talk to you. Such an easy and light human being to talk to. I'm sure all the celebrities <laughs> love talking to you. Oh, thank you. I wish you really all the best. And I can't wait to see you, you know, in the park or some crazy place uh, <laughs> in this part, you know, somewhere in the UK or somewhere on the planet. Timbuktu, oh. you know. Thanks, Manu. It's been really lovely to talk to you. Too. Thank you so much. It's been thank an God. honor. Thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. 
It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people and dogs. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Namapa. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.